There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Get, 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 get money. This is Get Money, an entertaining podcast, yes, but also a guide to getting your financial shit together. Today, we're breaking down taxes. Because it might be time to fire your parents as your accountants. I'm Amber, and I'm here with Carl, who's a law student with a background in banking. What's going on? AJ, our financial planner. Hey, how's it going? And Shane, the tax expert. What's up? So guys, who the fuck is Uncle Sam? And what does he want from us? Do you have an uncle that you hate, but like you have to hug him at every family gathering? No, but that sounds creepy. Uncle Sam is that guy. You hate him, but you have to hug him at least once a year, if not every two weeks, whichever way you pay your taxes. He borrows your money for free and then gives it back sometimes. Some people really love him. It's like Stockholm Syndrome. It's crazy. I think of it as like a Monopoly banker. Like the little cartoon guy. And particularly because um, when I played Monopoly with my sister as a child, she was always the banker and somehow she always ended up with every single 500 and $100 note in the bank. And yeah, so, everyone knows the banker just grabs the 500s. <laughs> you always have to be the banker in Monopoly. Yeah, I was the younger sister, so <laughs> didn't know that. So that to me is like what Uncle Sam is. <laughs> Your sister. Like, I asked her like literally just a few weeks ago, like I was like, do you remember in Monopoly how you definitely were always the banker and you had every $500 note? Did you cheat? And she said, like, I wouldn't put it past myself. I'm sorry. I'm not telling anybody if I'm <laughs> cheating in Monopoly. The dice this rolled my no way. Ain't no rat. <laughs> Ain't no rat. You know what I'm saying? But what does Uncle Sam look like for you? To me, he looks, he looks like the cartoon character that we're all familiar with, except in my mind, he's got much bigger hands. I don't know why, because I always, I always tell our clients. holding bags of money? No, 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 for taking your money. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, it just inflated hands. That's funny. I think of him similarly. I think of him as like having a body type of like Jack Skellington. Like he's like super skinny and tall. And then he's got these like skeleton who's, hands. Who's Jack Skellington? From the Nightmare Before Christmas. That's so you. Mm. <laughs> Emo AJ is here. So I asked my grandpa the same question. And he wasn't quite sold on Shane's quote unquote giant hands theory. So, Grandpa, you know when we talk about the IRS and we think of Uncle Sam, can you describe what Uncle Sam looks like? Sure. Uh, Uncle Sam is actually a giant, giant number of associates who all sit at desks and try to review uh, tax forms that people fill out and try to figure out who's not reporting whatever. They're looking for this uh, guy who puts down his salary is 25000 a year but he has receipts from the finest restaurants in New York where he's wined and dined um, himself. So they're looking for people like that. And, of course, if they find them, it can be pretty awful. True story, if, we, if you have time. Yep. So they have a lounge where we can go in and uh, have coffee and whatnot. So one day these two suits show up and ask us where... Uh, where is Dr. I'll make up the name Jones uh, these days? Gee, I don't know. I 
I haven't seen him lately or so and so. It seems that uh, he had simply uh, ignored paying his taxes for the past five years, and uh, he fled to Canada uh, trying to escape the IRS, but he was caught and, of course, uh, was punished. So you've, wit- you've witnessed the might of the IRS firsthand. That's it, yeah. Thanks so much, Grandpa. My pleasure. Love you. Bye. Have a great one. Bye. So here's some vocab you should be familiar with. The Internal Revenue Service, the IRS, is a U.S. government agency responsible for the collection of taxes and enforcement of tax laws. The agency operates under the United States Department of the Treasury, and its primary purpose includes the collection of individual income and employment taxes. A financial audit is an evaluation of the financial statements of an organization or individual to make sure that their records are an accurate representation of their transactions. Being audited kind of sucks. But it's not the end of the world. So how do I know if my taxes are done right? You get notices from the tax agencies if you if they're done incorrectly. They already know everything about you. It's your accountant's job or your job or your dad's job or your mom's job to report it to the IRS, to the state, and then they will review it. They got three years to tell you if you did it right or not. So if you don't receive a notice within three years of when you filed it, then you did it right. So the whole time, Uncle Sam knew if I was going to do it right or not. Then he waits for me to do it. And then he's like, hmm. Yeah, it's fucked, right? Every every man for himself. So they rely on you to true up your own accounts of you know the money you made this year. They already have that information. Your employer is going to send them how much they paid for you, how much they paid you. And you just got to send in a form that you paid someone else to prepare for you. We're like one of the few countries that does it that way. Thanks to big tax, the lobbying firms, you know, like Intuit and TurboTax and all of them, they, um, they legislate to keep it that way. It's not like that in Europe, most of Europe. They do it for you over there, of course. You have to pay taxes to the federal government, but most states also have an income tax. So you got to be careful to make sure that you file your federal tax return and also your state tax return if you live in a state like New York, that collects income tax. So when should I be doing them myself or like using like the free cheap software? And when do I like need an accountant or a professional? Uh, I would say if you just have a few jobs, like one or two W-2 jobs, you don't, you're not a freelancer or business owner, then you should definitely do it yourself. But as soon as you start to earn weird types of income where it's not reported on a W-2, right? Like through a day job, then I think it's, you're going to have to start thinking about hiring an accountant. So there's like so many forms. All of the forms. <laughs> and they change them every single year. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cold game. Well, what are the main ones to make sure our listeners get right? You got your basic 1040. Uh, that's the individual income tax return that most Americans are going to have to file. That's your standard, I've got some income, I'm going to pay some taxes on it. And then after your 1040, you got a bunch of other schedules and forms to worry about. Uh, if you're itemizing deductions, you got a Schedule A If you're a freelancer, it's important to know that you're probably going to file what's called a Schedule C, um, and that's just a a report of your business income and expenses that gets attached to that individual 1040 tax return. We could talk about forms all day long. Scam likely. The IRS will never just call you. So if someone calls and says they're from the IRS, scam definitely. Also, side note, open your mail, please. Open it calmly and don't freak out. Often the IRS is just trying to reconcile the information they already had with the information you gave them. How 
would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now let's bring in our producer Ivana with a question that she's not too afraid to ask. So I got my first job when I was 15. And it was at Six Flags Whitewater, which if you're Hell not, yeah. yes, okay. yes. Oh my god! I was like, if you're not familiar, it's just <laughs> the coolest place to work ever. That's when the you're second 15. time this has come up in like 48 hours. I was talking about Hurricane Harbor like two days ago, um, and I was a premier um, funnel cake baker at wow. Granny's Funnel Cakes. Oh. Why did you not bring this up the moment I met you? <laughs> why did you? Why did you leave? <laughs> That's an amazing question. So, <laughs> it's been a while since I've worked at Whitewater. How it, long, though? Mm, like 12 years. Okay. It's been a while. But I'm just as confused now as I was then mm-hmm. about how to fill out a W-2. Mm. Am I zero? Am I one? Who am I claiming? What's <laughs> the difference? Should I be married? <laughs> Help. Well, that's a bigger, <laughs> yeah. bigger question. Um, I think you mean a W-4. Mm. W two is what happens at the end. See, so wow. the W four. Wow. But yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. All of the questions that you just asked are awesome questions that most people have struggled with the past couple decades. In late 2019, new tax law was passed, and the W four form was completely ripped up and redone. So the idea of adding allowances and personal exemptions is just gone. Mm -hmm. Um, And now there is a more complicated calculation for how much you actually want withheld. So you have more control. It's actually more transparent. It's asking you, the freelancer, or you, the employee, of how much you actually want withheld. By withholding, we mean money that's just paid to the government directly out of your paycheck. But yeah, they ripped it up and started again. Yeah, land of the free. Figure it out yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's so complicated, we always recommend you withhold the maximum amount. If you just withhold the max, you should accidentally oversave for your taxes, which most people should do, frankly. I have a confession. Is that when I first started learning a lot about finance, um, you read a lot about it and you hear this phrase, it's an interest-free loan to the government. Like, don't withhold too much. And I was sort of a proponent of that and I would wave that flag. But after working with hundreds of people, 
and the way that humans work and the way that tax refunds work and the way that owing taxes feels, I have like ripped up that whole philosophy. And like, I'm a big fan of withholding more than you think you should because you never know. You might have some freelance income that you're going to owe taxes on. So if you can withhold more through your job, aka say that you're single, even if you're married and not have any exemptions or allowances, then you're going to be in great shape. Mm -hmm. This is kind of, this is complicated because it is complicated, like this response, but there is a, the IRS does have a withholding calculator available on their website. If you want to take 15 minutes to get out of the forms and use a digital solution to fill out your W-4, they, they do have a withholding. If you just Google IRS withholding calculator, it takes you to where you need to go. And then it'll tell you how to fill out your W-4 so that you don't have a, a big tax bill come tax time. And a, another caveat is if you're in a city that collects taxes, like New York City or San Francisco, uh, check your paycheck to make sure that there is city withholding. Because sometimes HR companies just miss that and you'll end up owing an extra 10% income tax to your city on top of what you owed just because a form of box didn't get checked. So just check out that uh that city withholding mm -hmm. that happened to me in college there was like a local tax withholding that i didn't fill and my job didn't do it for me either and then they like came hounding me like two years later for the tax money so i had to pay it it was a pain in the ass yeah that feels gross yeah mm. yeah it was yeah. like a hundred dollars but still Principal. i was just like why am i paying this like i don't even work there no more yeah yeah, I mean, I should also mention that it is not your employer's responsibility, unfortunately, to audit or review what you submit on your W-4. And I've had a lot, I've been preparing tax returns and I tell someone, hey man, you owe $4,000 in New York City because you didn't withhold. Like, what? My job should have done that. And they go to their employer and like they have this whole beef with their employer about how they should have been withholding. And it's like, I mean, it's your money. It was your responsibility. Unfortunately, your employer... They're not just going to tell you it's not their fault. And it happens all the time. So it really is your responsibility. And if you're having beef with your employer right now and you're listening to this, they're not going to take care of that for you. I mean... But to damn. clarify, you're not like it's, lying to the government. If you say that you're like a single person with no children, even if you're married with a bunch of kids, like that's not like some law you've broken by lying. Nope. Not a law you've broken. No, and they're actually happier because you're prepaying your taxes. Yo. Well, thank you guys so much. Learned a lot. W4, not a W2. Yeah. We're all running. So, Carl, who gets money? Warren Buffett gets money. He is one of the richest people in the world with a net worth of over $90 billion. And Essentially, he's been able to garner this wealth by being the CEO of this company called Berkshire Hathaway, which does absolutely nothing but own parts of other companies. They own 5% of Coca-Cola. They own 5% of Wells Fargo. They own Geico entirely and several other companies. One of the ways that Warren Buffett lowers his tax liability is by using this strategy they call tax loss harvesting. And tax loss harvesting is a little complicated, but Americans get taxed in multiple ways. But one of the ways is that we have ordinary income tax and we have capital gains tax. Ordinary income tax is the tax that we get when we go to work every day. Capital gains tax is the tax that we pay when we sell an investment. So what Warren Buffett does with this capital gains tax is that he'll sell top performing stock that has earned him a bunch of money, but he'll also sell a stock that made absolutely low money or lost money so that he can offset 
the tax liability that he has. And he's been doing this for years, and he's realized that he's gotten rich off of it and that most people who don't invest don't have the same opportunity. That concept you were mentioning, tax loss harvesting, Mm -hmm. that is actually available to the masses. A lot of the robo-advisors, places like Betterment or Wealthfront, offer that that buffet idea of, you know, selling the winners, but at the same time selling the losers. So you offset that that capital gains tax. So you can actually just flick a button um, in some of these platforms and take advantage of, of Buffett's strategy, you know, on your whatever, you know, balances you have in your accounts. That's so dope. Yep. Mm-hmm. I feel like people often talk about having like tax tricks, like little sneaky ways to get around the tax man and like figure out how they can save money. What ones do you know and can recommend? That's a tough one. I mean, there's so many. There's a thousand. I have a book on my shelf called A Thousand and One Tax Tricks. Well, I'm not asking for a thousand. I'm asking for one. <laughs> I mean, max out your 401k. Maxing your 401k shields your income from taxation in the year that you put the money in the 401k. So let's say you make 60k and you put... 10,000 into a 401k, you're only going to pay taxes on $50,000 of income. So if you're in the 25% tax rate, you've just saved yourself $2,500 in taxes just by putting money from one pocket into the other. So you get money, baby. That's how you get that oh, money. You don't just have to max money. it out either. You, you can put 5000 in. A lot of our listeners probably don't have the, the wherewithal to max it out this year, which is, by the way, $19,000 for the year 2020. But whatever you put in there, I mean, every financial advisor that's worth his, his or her salt is going to tell you to put as much into their 401k as possible. Hey, what's up? It's Carl. Knowledge is power. And here's something you definitely want to know. So I am a big sucker for gangster movies. And of course, some gangster movies are based on real life. And one of my favorite real life gangster movie characters is Al Capone. For those who don't know, Al Capone was a Brooklyn born gangster. Shout out to Brooklyn, who moved out to Chicago and essentially became one of the most pivotal leaders in the mafia. He was so highly regarded and loved by everyone that Al Capone had more clout than some mayors and governors in our country. But of course, he was doing illegal shit. And at the time, we didn't have enough laws to stick it to him. Every time they tried to pin a murder on Al Capone, He always had somebody to come in and take the fall for him. Or he always had this alibi to prove why he wasn't there. So how the hell did they lock up Al Capone? Well, they created a new law. They created tax evasion. Al Capone had all of these businesses and everybody knew he was rich. But when it came to filing his taxes, he always said he didn't make any money. And the reason why he didn't make any money was because a majority of his money was illegal from a legal activity. So they knew that if they could connect the amount of money that he spent or the amount of assets that he had under his name and compared it to his tax returns, that they could actually stick him with tax evasion. Now, today, tax evasion is a big law and they've hugely expanded it. And now there are many people who actually go to jail for tax evasion, all because of Al Capone. So like if I get a letter from the IRS, do I assume I'm like getting deported? Like it's very (laughs) freak out time, extremely bad. In my 10 years of practice, I've never heard of a client going to jail in any of the thousands of 1040s that I've worked on. 
individual tax returns, no car repossessions. It's just a bunch of accountants in a room in D.C. sending out nasty letters that don't actually have any deadlines. I think one of the most common letters that we see is you owe this much money. And it's scary to get a letter from the IRS that says you owe $1,800. More often than not, it's from a few years ago. Maybe you forgot to include, you know, a 1099 from a publication you wrote for, or you forgot to include a 1099 from an investment account that you forgot about. So often it's just some kind of little mistake that happened in the past that can just easily be, you just got to respond to the letter. They they pile up, they get scary, but but open them and send them to an accountant. <laughs> should not freak out, but my clients do is what I'm trying to say, because everyone's terrified of the IRS. Uh, They think that their Uncle Sam with his big hands is going to come and take our repossess our car, uh, repossess our house, send us to jail, deport you back to Oz, right? And they're actually one of the cheapest creditors available. They know that they can come get their money if they need to. They can put a lien on your your bank account or what have you. So they only charge you like 5% interest. So oftentimes with our clients that, oh, we have a lot of business owner clients that need capital to grow their business. Sometimes we advocate for them to take a loan from the IRS, not pay their taxes when comparing other loans that they might take and pay that 5% interest rate because the IRS is not as big teeth as as a lot of people think that they are. This is how you get money. When thinking about taxes, you should know that A, the IRS already knows how much money you made. They just want you to file a tax return to match it. And B, getting a refund doesn't mean you paid less in taxes than someone else. It just means that you're owed money by the government because you overpaid in the first place. We'll all be paying taxes for the rest of our lives. So here are three pro tips when it comes to taxes. Number one, want a quick and dirty way to pay less taxes here? Contribute to your 401k. Number two, don't be ashamed of an extension, especially if you're a freelancer. You've got a lot going on and you just need more time. I personally file an extension every year. I file form 4868 and I get an extra six months of time to get my shit together. It's not an extension of time to pay though, so you should estimate how much you'll owe and pay that amount by April 15th. Number three, tax preparation software that claims to be quote unquote free isn't always free. Do your research to make sure you aren't paying to process your taxes when you don't have to. And finally, if you can't pay your tax bill, the IRS has a little bit of wiggle room. You can go on what's called an installment agreement and pay them back over time. And the interest rates are actually quite low. This season of Get Money is over. Get Money is an original production from Gilded Audio and Acast Studios. So here's some vocab you should be familiar with. Fuck! Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.